Welcome to the Global Author Podcast. I'm Connor Whiteley, sci-fi fantasy author and a creative entrepreneur, bringing you book marketing, publishing, human branding and other ideas for your book. If you want your free author guide and email course, then please go to theglobalauthor.com forward slash free. Now, let's go on to the show. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 42 of, of the Global Author Podcast with me, Connor Whiteley. And today's episode is on how to write good blurbs for writers. And it is Sunday the 11th of April 2021 as I record this. So today's episode is really good because recently I went through a massive learning curve when it comes to writing good blurbs. And I really recommend today's episode because blurbs can really, well, no, actually they do, make or break a, a fiction, well, a, a fiction sale though, and that's what today will focus on. Today we'll mainly focus on fiction writers, because non-fiction blurbs are a completely different ball game, and also though, like, they don't follow the same rules. <laughs> yeah, if you implied some of these rules from today's episode, no, that would just be awful. Funny, but awful. So, I'm moving on to a quick personal update before we dive into today's episode. So, this week, I've been quite busy with my university stuff, and I've also been typing up like, a lot of notes, though, but the only really writing things that I've been doing is that I did a short story, which is probably my weirdest short story yet. I call it Honey Hunt. <laughs> yeah, because what it's about is that it's, is that it's a sci-fi short story, um, set on a world that is completely covered in honey <laughs> and there are these two mega cities and the rest of the planet is uh, is basically colonized by giant flowers and giant bees so it was a really it was a really fun story to write and it's another one and it's another bit of intellectual property that I can play with so I'm really pleased that I did it and it was just such a I really doubt it has much commercial value, at least in, well, yeah, well, like, at least in the traditional short story markets, but, I, but I'm really pleased, like, with it, so it's definitely, like, quite funny, though. And then I've also been editing a, a new audiobook, and I've also been doing some um, bonus episodes for my psychology podcast, though, because I had these, like, reflections, though, and I just wanted to, like, put it out there. And then I've also been doing a like um, audiobook on criminal profiling, which I'm really enjoying, and I'm almost finished editing that. So that I'm really, really pleased with. And then I will be going back to the um, psychology books that I need to update for later in like, the year, though. So that's what I'm being like, up to. And the last thing that I wanted to mention, though, was I've had quite a few direct sales this week, though, to do with my psychology books. And I've always had direct sales. And then I've always sort of thought, right, well, I promote it from time to time, but I won't get any till my audience is a bigger and everything. And then and then I got this email from Payhip saying, you've sold something. And I was like, what? What? So then I, that happened. And then I got an email from PayPal like 10 seconds later with the money in on my PayPal account. And I'm thinking, whoa. And I think is then the penny really dropped about direct sales. I think, I think though that was really interesting that the penny has dropped about direct sales. And I think I definitely will be focusing on them more. So I know Joanna Penn has a, a tutorial, which I've already like, watched that before though. So I'm going to re-watch that to try and get any ideas. So I really do want to focus on this direct sales stuff because my audience, and hopefully you, People want to buy director from me and they also want to buy director from you because you are an author and a writer. So this I think was really interesting and it's definitely something that I want to grow pers- personally as an income stream. 
and that was actually a lot quicker than <laughs> and that was actually a lot quicker than I thought that but I am doing like quite a lot of like stuff though and as always I always love to know your thoughts and feelings on today's episode so you can always email me Connor Whiteley at Connor you can always leave a shaman shaman <laughs> I mean a comment on the show notes at theglobalauthor.com forward slash podcast and you can always tweet me on twitter at sci-fi whitely and the sponsored product for today's episode is is that my direct sales actually yes because i just thought of that on the spot though so you can buy all a few of my writing books and if you're listening to this in the future then you can get all of my writing books and also my psychology and my sci-fi and my fancy books from payhip.com so that is payhip.com forward slash Connor Whiteley and buying direct is a great way to support authors because because we get the higher percentage in royalty meaning that the retailer doesn't take as a big of a cut and the money arrives in our account within about 15 minutes or sometimes a lot less so i'm really pleased with that and also though um Yes, and also though, like if you buy the um, ebook directly from me, then you can also see how it works because because I use a book funnel and it's so easy to use. And direct sales takes me like ten minutes to like set up, so I'm really really pleased with that. So you can buy all of my books, in including my perma free books, available at payhip.com forward slash Connor Whiteley. So that's enough for the personal update. So let's move into the content part of today's episode. <laughs> So we're moving on to the content about our today's episode. So we're going to talk about how to write good blurbs for writers. So this is a really, really important question about how do you write a good blurb because it really does make or break a sale of your book though. Because if your it's because if your fiction blurb does not engage a reader, then you have lost a sale, which is really, really critical and also really bad. So this is actually going to focus more on the tips about writing a, a good blurb compared to the different forms so that you can use the rest. So if you want to learn more about the forms about how to write a good blurb and there's about seven forms, seven different ways that you write a blurb though, then I highly, highly recommend Fiction Sales Copy by Dean Wesley Smith. So why am I talking about this? Why do I care about how to write a good blurb? Well, well mainly because I want to make like a bit more money and also want to find like new readers. But the reason why I'm talking about this now though, but I recently took a, a great course by Dean Wesley Smith on fiction sales copies. And I recently redid all of my blurbs though, which was really important. Though. So I also redid all of them. And yes, it took us some time. And I've spoken about this on the podcast before though, but it was a real learning curve. So why are blurbs important for writers? So regardless of the genre that you write, after a reader has been engaged by your title and book cover, then they click on your book and they see your blurb or sales copy. And it really, really does not matter how great your book is. It does not matter how great your cover is. If your blurb is rubbish or has one of the problems below, the chances of you getting a sale drops dramatically. And that's why I redid like my blurbs though, because some of my blurbs were full of the problems below and I really wanted to increase my uh, fiction sales. Okay, so the first problem we need to look at is the author problem. <laughs> so I really understand this, that if you're calling me a liar or if you think I'm completely wrong, that there is no such thing as the author problem. But the author problem is awful. And this is when you give too much plot away in your blurbs and uh, you tell the reader what's happened. So I, so it must have been Wednesday or Thursday of like last week as you're listening to this. I recently read a blurb on Kickstarter 
and I did not I did not need to read the book. It literally told me the entire plot and I didn't back that Kickstarter. Why would I? Why would I read a book when you've just told me the summary? So that was sort of like, oh, so that's the awful problem in action. Well, that's the extreme awful problem in action that I thought was really quite funny. But And I also didn't have the heart to contact the author and go, you might want to change your blurb. Because I, because I also partly don't see it as like my place. So of course not everyone's blurb is that bad, but if you have an epic action scene in chapter five, do not include it in your blurb. Blurb. And yes, I hear you were saying, but Connor, it's so cool. Readers will love it. Yes, they might love it when they start reading the book, but when they're deciding to buy it, you should only include things from your first page of your short story or the first chapter of your novella or novel. And yes, I know this is strange, but this tends to be the sample length of the book. And if a reader gets to the end of the sample and know what's going to happen and they know what's going to happen next, then why would they buy it when your blurb has already told them what's going to happen? Just think about it like that. And I really understand the author problem now. So the next one is hype. So I hate hyping up my word, my work. I absolutely hate it because I'm because I am a really modest problem. I'm not arrogant in the slightest. I'm so modest and I don't like praise really. And well, well to some extent, <laughs> well, to some extent. So and I am not the only one. In fact, most writers hate it. For example. I was um, looking at Lindsay Broker's Twitter feed like recently though, and like as she was like saying like something along the lines of awkwardly adding in hype words to my blurb, and I was just like, "Yep, I know your pain." But overall, that as writers, we hate hyping up our work because it just does not feel right, and we hate saying that our book is like the best thing since a sliced bread. Of course, don't give it quite that much hype though, but you get the idea. In splurbs, we need to hype up our books to get the readers excited about it. Otherwise, if they think, God, this sounds dull, I'll look at another book. And then you've just lost a sale. And no one, no one wants that. So what I recommend is that you go onto Amazon, Kobo, etc. And you look at a lot of blurbs and you copy and paste hype words and phrases into a, a document. And this will take you a while. It took me about two, about two to four hours but after you create this file it will save you hours in the future because you will be using these hype words in your book and you'll almost certainly be making a lot more money in the future because you're getting people excited and this is a example of something that you might want to write if you love thrilling fast-paced science fiction novellas that will keep you reading late into the night you will love this book so even saying that and even writing this i hated it because it was so much hype but if you really look at your book objectively, your book, because if you have the pacing right, if you have the interest right, and you do depth and all the other little things, though, this is probably true, though. Yes, it's a lot of hype. Yes, it's uncomfortable. But if I saw that at the end of the book, though, I would be, oh, that sounds quite interesting. So I don't know, though. You sort of do just need to like, get over yourself and also create that word document full of the hype words. Yes, I know it's difficult, but yeah, we just need to get over ourselves. So, but the last thing is passive voice. This, this is probably the hardest one, but you do, but you really need to get this under control. I think I'm 99% of the way there on passive voice, but every so often something slips past. And because this is so hard to explain, I'm, I'm going to give you a really, really general overview of it. Okay, so as a writer, we're used to writing in a passive voice, and that and that is fine. 
if you wrote your books in active voice, that wouldn't sound right in the slightest, and I think it would be so off-putting. And I didn't put this in the blog post, but what active voice is, it's you doing something. But when it comes to blurbs for fiction writers, you need to make sure you only use active voice, because if you doubt me, I used to think that, oh no, right, this isn't a problem though, but when you learn what active voice is, and you know how to use it, you will be reading blurbs and you really notice like the difference there. For example, I can pick out most blurbs and I can be like reading it and by the second line I'm bored. And then if I like looked back at it, I would say it's in passive voice. So I really, really do notice it now. And yes, nine times out of ten, in fact no actually a hundred percent of the times I don't buy that book because it's in passive voice. And the blurb does not engage me. And because I don't really know how to explain passive voice over a podcast episode i'm just going to give you two quick tips though so don't use contractions in your blurbs because contractions hide a passive voice and again though you don't want passive voice and also it's stuff like is and will they're examples of a passive voice though also in your sales copy you need short sharp engaging sentences so i really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that you also found it useful if you know someone who will enjoy today's episode, then please share it with someone. I'm always really grateful when you wonderful people help spread the word about the podcast. And if you want to buy my ebooks directly from me, then please go to payhip.com forward slash Connor Whiteley. So have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found it useful. For more information about publishing, writing and book marketing and human branding please go to theglobalauthor.com and for your free author guide and email course please go to theglobalauthor.com forward slash free have a great day and i'll see you next time